you're hosting the next one? It's hard to know. Um, For some reason. Okay. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. You're clearly a very particular sort of person. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Tagline author, JBR. I don't know who JBR is. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Today is Thursday, November 24, 1983. Today we're reading the 1,985th ever Garfield. What happens in today's Garfield? Ooh, in today's Garfield, this is one of those strips that feels like it was made to be talked about by Chris and John. (laughs) That's all of them. Um, (laughs) They all feel that way. Okay. So Garfield's on the door again. What the fuck? Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be like a going thing, you know, all the time now. How does... For Jonathan. Uh uh Uh-huh. You have a cat. Cat's named Loki. Yeah, I don't know how cats do. Cats don't do. Has has Loki ever done this? No. Has he ever been on top? Like the door's open. Listeners, I don't know if we made clear. Like how does it? How does it even physically work? Well, the door's open. Oh, it's open. It's like all the way open. Yeah, like it's. I mean, it's it's open and pulled inwards, so it's not. There's no door jam where he is. Oh, oh. So the door. So the doorway is on the is like. On the we left, don't see the doorway. Like, yeah, yeah, like perpendicular to our. Yes, to the that's how to I'm, the plane that we're to the I guess parallel to our line of sight. That's how I'm interpreting. All right, this. that's how I'm in, like the door. Okay, yeah, the the doorway is like parallel to the z axis. <laughs> right, right. Um, how else would you describe it? That's just what it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's also parallel to the y-axis. The, it's 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 defined by the <laughs> y and the z-axis, and the door is defi- defined by the y and the x-axis. Mm-hmm. So it's open, and Garfield's mm-hmm. on the, the door top is of the perpendicular door. to the door frame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't get how did he get up there? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't get it either. There was Jonathan, you know that um my wife is Australian and we used to live mm-hmm. in Australia, blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah. So we you know, we we check in on the Australian news. We like to know how things are going down under. Uh-huh. A while back, it was a big news story about a kangaroo that got up on a roof somehow. Oh. It was up in Queensland and there was a these people who had a fucking kangaroo on their roof. Wow. And they're like, How did it get up there? Anyway, it hopped down. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier for it to get down than to get up because gravity's yeah, working it with be. you going down yeah you know? gravity's on your side there mm-hmm. whereas getting up on the yeah. roof like how did it how did it, they can't hop that high how did that how happen did it get up there yeah was it ufos oh really makes you think it does it does make you think <laughs> anyway uh are we done with this car oh no uh i think we have not started yet Oh, really? God. Okay. okay. All right. So Garfield's on the door and he says uh, in Finkelog, perching high on a door gives vent mm-hmm. to a cat's philosophical bent. Mm, 
This is why they said this one was made for us. We sometimes we talk about philosophy. Has Garfield always spoken in in verse like this? <laughs> in a rhyming couplet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perching high on Perching a door high. gives vent to a cat's philosophical vent. Yeah, boy, I hope it keeps up like that. Yeah, I, I, I wish uh, I wish he'd gone all the way and made it like iambic pentameter or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or I, panel, I'd accept trochaic pentameter as well. Any kind of fucking pentameter is fine. If it's pentameter, I'll recite it. That's my, you know, you remember that famous line from the movie Predator, Jonathan, mm-hmm. when Arnold Schwarzenegger says, if it's pentameter, we can recite it. I don't, I don't um, remember that. Sorry. Well, you probably haven't, so I'll have to describe it to you after we're finished describing the movie RoboCop. Oh, okay. I'll look forward um, to that. In panel two, Garfield describes the deontological philosophy of John Rawls. Observing That's life not. from mm-hmm. an omniscient point of view allows one to witness fascinating human rituals. I have two str- I have two major issues with this panel. Uh-huh. Issue number one, it's not a fucking rhyming couplet. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's, if Jim Davis, like, he didn't have to do a rhyming couplet strip. It's like I don't but even know who Garfield is it. anymore. Like, uh-huh. we were, I'm sorry. He set us up to expect a rhyming couplet. And we didn't get any fucking thing. Gives vent is a really weird construction. Like, it really calls attention to itself in a way that... Yeah. Like, it's hard for me to grok that Jim Davis... Or that, yeah, that Jim Davis didn't intend for this to come across as a rhyming couplet. And it just, like, happened that way. How hard would it have been, like, observing life? From an omniscient point of view, yeah. allows one to witness what fascinating things humans do. It's not that fucking hard. No, it's it's really not. That wasn't pentameter, though. I mean, obviously, you're going to want it in pentameter. I mean, wh- nothing um, else would make sense. Yeah, that was my first problem with this panel. I call my it. Second, I call it pentameter. I'm into that, John. Nothing. I'm into that pentameter. Yeah. Um, my, my second problem with this panel, with panel two of today's Garfield uh-huh. is we were set up to expect Garfield to philosophize. He said this was his philosophical bent, but what he's doing here in panel two is clearly just, this is just some straight ahead anthropology. You know, he's witnessing fascinating human rituals from a neutral, omniscient point of view. This is just classic. You know, this is just like some Margaret Mead, Franz Boas kind of shit. (laughs) That's all this is. Are are those famous anthropologists? Yeah. Margaret Mead, you know, Franz Boas, Clifford Geertz. I don't think these at a Clifford Geertz level. Clifford Geertz was like a semiological anthropology you know thick description local knowledge all that i don't know jared diamond jared diamond is not an anthropologist that's all i got i'm sorry is a bird guy he's a bird guy Hmm. yeah he studied birds he's a bird scientist 
He wrote all these books about people, but birds were his thing. He was like an ethologist or something. I don't mm. remember. Mm. I, I, I'm not mm. against Jared Diamond. I mm. Jared Diamond. Mm. Everybody loves guns, germs, mm. and steel, Jonathan. <laughs> I'm kind of over it. I'm more into okay, collapse. Well, I think collapse well, maybe is a superior work. Maybe you'd like to read some Clifford Geertz then. Maybe Should I, I would. Send you a copy yeah, I'd of love the that. Interpretation of Cultures. Are you going to get me a fucking Clifford Geertz book for Christmas? Maybe I will get you a fucking Clifford Geertz book. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah, maybe I will. Look, Jonathan, mm-hmm. I recommend you check out mm-hmm. Clifford Geertz's mm-hmm. The Interpretation of Cultures. Read the start. Don't start with the introduction. Go straight to the chapter on Balinese cockfights. Wow. It's a funny, it's a funny little article. It's a funny, um, it's a fun one. Uh, it's a pretty good, <laughs> honestly, Clifford Geertz is a real good writer. Okay. Yeah, no, check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> check it out. I'll check it out. Geertz, Geertz, Geertz. In the third panel, uh, the camera has shifted down significantly. We now see uh, a lot more of the door, like including the like the, the whole upper set of panels. It's one of those doors with the different panels in it. Yeah. And John Arbuckle is there now, and he's, 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 he's entered the frame, and he's just standing there. Like a dumb fuck, staring at ahead at sure. at us, but I think not. Like he happens to be looking in our direction. I don't think he's aware of us. Mm. And he's uh, he's got a finger in his ear, some motion lines around it, and and a, and a squeak squeak sound effect. And then Garfield's thinking, like John cleaning his ear. That's not how you clean your ear, though. I mean, I guess it depends how clean your finger I mean, is. It's not a good. It's not a good system. It's not. It's not a good system. You're right. It's not a. It's not sustainable. Mm. You need a look. We both agree that you need a holistic ear cleaning <laughs> system. Yeah. I don't want to buy like some fucking Q-tips or whatever. I want to get like a whole box. It's like you know an all-in-one ear cleaning system. You really don't want to put Q-tips in your ear, listener. Don't. 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 Listeners, don't listen to Chris. Listeners, I think you should put all kinds of shit in your ears. Put all kinds of crazy shit in there. No, What's the worst thing that could happen? No, don't tell them that. Listeners, stick stick all kinds of things up your ears. It's a bad. It's a bad. It's a bad idea. What's the worst it's thing bad that news. could happen? It's bad news. What? Could, what? What's so bad? You could People fuck your ears say, up. I don't know. And uh, and not to mention like that that just crams the wax in deeper. You know. I, I mean, you got to have technique. Doesn't, yeah, okay. You get a little scraper. I like those little scrapers. Oh, yeah, a little plastic uh, scraper with those the loop little, on the end, scrapers. but it's, it's yeah. at an angle. Yeah. I think it's called yeah. an Ototech loop or something like that. But listeners, I say just stick all kinds of stuff up there. What's the, the absolute worst thing that can happen is you permanently damage your ears and lose your hearing, and then you won't have to listen to this fucking podcast anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of a win-win. Uh, you've been... <laughs> Jonathan's right. You've been listening oh. to Being Jim Davis. Tomorrow oh. and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out! Dusty death. Out!
brief candle. Hashtag Dusty Dad. Life's but a walking shadow. A poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and it is heard no more. It is a comic strip drawn by an idiot full of Garfield and Odie. Signifying too much, it's too much. It's too much. Like it's too much shit. You can get into one. You can write I mean, it's a excessive. It's unappreciated. Jonathan, you know, in the words, in the words of the immortal bard, Jonathan. Yeah. It's a me, Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's, that's not something Shakespeare said. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> that, 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 that. You don't know that. It's non-canonical. It's non-canonical Shakespeare. Okay. Well, it's a. It's it's part of the apocrypha. Uh, all right. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.